Today's show is brought to you by Lightning Pod. If you have a podcast, you know that it's a lot of work. But Lightning Pod can help. We've been working with their founder, Eric Johnson, for more than a year now, and he's really helped us take the Smart Home Show to the next level. So if you're starting a new podcast or you want to make your existing podcast better, you should get in touch with Eric. Learn more at lightningpod.fm. Using smart technology to monitor your hot water heater. Today on the Smart Home Show. Today's guest is Matt Carlson, who is the CEO of Sunovations, the company behind the Quanta, which is a smart home system to monitor usage around your hot water heater. I want to talk to Matt because he reached out to me and I've been noticing a trend around interest and growing interest in use of smart technology around water systems in the home. And I think that's a trend that I've been talking about a little bit more, one that I see happening in 2015 as kind of a being an emerging trend. So I wanted to catch up with him and talk about what they're doing. So we have a pretty good conversation. You want to learn a little bit more about what, what they're doing in this broader trend. This is a good one to listen to. Also, just want to do a little housekeeping. It's been a, about a week since I put up a, a podcast. I apologize. We took last week off. It was a crazy week. And so I'm just getting back in the flow of things. I will get back to doing my Smart Home Weekly updates here this week and wrapping up the Smart Home News. For those of you who are new listeners, thank you for joining I also have an announcement. I didn't I didn't get to announcing last week who won the giveaway of the Danawak Smart Lock. And so I'm going to do that right now. Today's winner, or the winner of the Danawak Smart Lock, is Joel Rushworth. Yes, Joel is our first Canadian winner, I believe. He's actually out of Vancouver, and he is the winner of the Danawak Smart Lock. Congratulations, Joel. Hope to hear how that goes for you. I'll send it off to you in the next couple of days. And for those of you who want to win future stuff, keep on sending in your reviews. We'll have more giveaways early next year. As always, if you want to listen to more Smart Home Shows, just look for us in iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And you can find the Smart Home Show at technology.fm on the internet. If you want to reach out to us, send us an email. Just email us at thesmarthomeshow at gmail.com. Hey, everyone. Once again, thanks for listening. Here's my conversation with Matt Carlson of Sunovations and Aquanta. Hey, well, I'm happy to have Matt Carlson, the CEO of Sunovations, on the Smart Home Show. How are you doing, Matt? Uh, very well. Thanks, Mike. Well, the reason I wanted to chat with you is you are a company that's uh, doing something interesting and kind of tapping into a trend that I've been writing a little bit about lately or going to write about more is the use of smart home technology around and the use and conservation and just monitoring of water, which is a pretty big resource in, in most of our homes. And so can you talk a little bit about what you guys are doing? Sure. So um, we just launched a Kickstarter campaign for our Aquanta, uh, A-Q-U-A-N-T-A, um, our Quanta a smart water heater controller, which is uh, essentially a, a uh, an aftermarket device, so a retrofit device that installs on to um, homes' existing water heaters and turns them into uh, smart appliances. And I can tell you more about what the thing actually does. Uh, do I guess well, first, yeah, let's get into that in a bit. But talk about your company because your company is Sunovations, which had done some work around solar heating, and then this is kind of a you know a new direction for you guys. So talk about where you guys are coming from and, and why you're going into this this space uh, around hot water heaters. Sure. Well, our history has been in uh, solar water heating, so uh, sometimes known as solar thermal technology, and which is the cousin of solar PV technology, which is using 
solar energy to generate electricity, whereas solar thermal technologies um, are heating stuff, and in this case, using the sun's energy to heat water. And so the mission of the company has always been to uh, address the load in, in homes and businesses that's associated with water heating, which, frankly, is one of those um, um, loads in the home that, boy, everybody certainly knows about when it's not working properly uh, and is caused for much riot, um, but doesn't they frankly don't think about too terribly often. Um, but um, DOE data um, says that uh, water heating is actually the second largest consumer of energy in your home. So more than lighting, refrigeration, uh, computers all combined. And so uh, we have a suite of technologies that um, were designed to use solar hot water uh, technology to uh, address that load in the home and obviously the associated uh, CO2 footprint with that. Um, Aquanta is based on a technology that we uh, developed called OHM, uh, OHM, which is a solar hot water metering and monitoring technology. Um, and the core of the technology and the core of the IP is a sensor and sensing technology that we developed that is measuring the energy that's going into and out of the water heater. Um, and that really became the basis of Aquanta. So it sounds like you guys had developed technology for your original business that you are now leveraging to kind of expand into a new product line. That's right. That's right. And the thinking was that, um, frankly, solar hot water is, is fairly, very much of a, a, a niche product, uh, here in the U S. Um, albeit it's much more uh, pervasive globally. Um, but, Every home has a water heater, so literally there's 100 million homes out there that have uh, storage water heaters, and our technology uh, measures energy into any water heater, whether it's a solar water heater or, or a regular water heater. And so um, the idea is that these uh, uh, water heaters are um, indeed fairly wasteful and inefficient uh, appliances and are using a lot of energy, but also are... Um, the source of uh, an awful lot of uh, uh, angst in the home when it, when it comes to when they break down or they, they uh, uh, kids are taking extra long showers. So having a way to quantify and, and uh, um, quantify and perhaps mitigate uh, some of the uh, energy consumption that's associated with that, we felt like there was a real opportunity for that. Tell us exactly what the Quanta will do. If I buy it or if I back you guys on Kickstarter, I get this, I retrofit and put on my, my water heater. Am I just being able to monitor, you know, what's being used and, and, and kind of the overall patterns over time? Or am I also being able to actual, actually automate some things, you know, to ultimately drive down costs to me as, as a consumer? Yeah, so that's the really cool thing about Aquanta and, and what makes our approach so much different than uh, just having a regular analog timer on your water heater and that the sensor technology and, and the uh, software that associated, is associated with that is able to discern an individual home's usage patterns. So it can tell uh, when people are using hot water, how much, um, and then develop a usage profile and pattern for that. And then cycle the heating element in, in such a way um, that matches those patterns. So very similar to uh, smart thermostats that uh, are in the market today. So... Uh, we don't have to think too hard about uh, analogies uh, uh, in, in the uh, HVAC side. And this is bringing that sort of intelligence uh, to 
water heating. Who's going to be the the consumer? Because, you know, like you said, I'm someone who doesn't think about my water heater much. I mean, as a, as a general person living in a house, and I think a lot of people are the same, as a smart home analyst, I, I tend to think about it more as, uh, you know, people on on an inside and trying to think about things differently do. Um, but so talk about this. Is this something that you ultimately see consumers having real interest in, or do you think you might ultimately target utilities or other people um, who – may want to have initiatives around conserving energy? Well, so I'm glad you asked because we, we actually think Aquana, um, uh, while it is uh, addressing and interfacing with an appliance that is in the background of, of, of our lives, um, but it really uh, ends up, it's almost like a Swiss army knife when it comes to uh, addressing different interests and needs that uh, different segments of uh, homeowners have. So, we feel like this is going to appeal to the comfort, control, convenience crowd who um, represents, frankly, the most of the automated uh, home automation um, community from the standpoint that uh, we have controls uh, on there that allow to uh, tell you when there's you have one shower's worth of hot water left, uh, have, have uh, um, leak detection in there so you get out in front of, um, of, of uh, a leaking water heater damage. Um, we feel like this is going to p- appeal to the crowd, the the, um, the the people who are energy conscious and CO two footprint conscious because of the energy reduction uh, opportunity. It's a wonderful uh, device uh, for second homeowners because turning on and off your water heater is is kind of a hassle, and you certainly don't need to have that thing on while you're away. So we feel like this fits actually a lot of different. Um, uh, segments, if you will, within the end user uh, community, and then you mentioned utilities. So we actually think there's almost even a more powerful use case um, with utilities, in that utilities spend ten billion dollars a year on energy efficiency programs. Ten billion, um, and some of these are because of um, regulatory uh, mandates. Others are because um, the utilities are motivated to reduce uh, their, their peak load, and water heaters are particularly well-suited for these energy efficiency programs in that, again, they are the second largest consumer of energy, but they also are effectively batteries. And so there's a really interesting opportunity for using water heaters as demand-side management, so through demand response, behavioral response techniques, um, and, and other ways to um, you know, implement energy efficiency into um, into the home and, again, as part of these larger programs that utilities are offering. You know, the energy efficiency approach to smart home and kind of that general movement around, you know, the 2007, 2008, 2009 time frame had a lot of momentum. But in general, in the U.S. at least, consumers have shown that they historically, <laughs> you know, while they like the general idea of, of reducing their bills, they're not uh, so proactive that they want to monitor this stuff that's this closely. So do you think that they can be convinced of this or do you think um, maybe incentives for utilities might be the better route to ultimately get them to adopt technology like this? Right. Well, actually um, I was just at a wonderful conference last week, the ACEEE uh, intelligent efficiency conference, um, which I'm sure the proceedings will be online soon enough um, that addressed this very topic was how to get, consumers to pay attention and motivate them to participate in these programs. And um, there's a lot of still robust discussion uh, in the energy efficiency community about this, but certainly one thing that that works is that 
um, making this such that consumers don't have to make a choice and that they are opt opted into a program, but they don't have any. It doesn't imp impact their um, usage whatsoever, and in fact, they only end up seeing reduced energy bills. So, you think about programs like OPower, which is based here in uh, the D.C. area with us, um, that send out um, uh, neighbor comparisons on uh, the utility bill, and so consumers see that and say, "Hey, I'm, I'm spending twenty percent more than my neighbor on on power." Um, and so there's sort of a, a behavioral uh, norming uh, approach there, which, by the way, Aquanta very much enables that because if we look at a fleet of, let's say, 10,000 water heaters uh, in a utility program, we can say, hey, this home is using 20% more hot water than one with a comparative occupancy. So um, there's, there's, there's ways to uh, incorporate these energy efficiency technologies and energy efficiency measures in such a way that the user only gets upside from the standpoint of reduced energy consumption, and they don't see any downside in terms of uh, uh, of their usage of the appliance or, or of, of their home. Talk about how this, how dynamic the control of of heating your water can be, because of you know water to me seems like it's something that you know there's thermal lag involved in terms of how quickly it can heat and, and then how fast the heat dissipates. So can consumers really create routines based around their behavior if it's a learning device um, to where it can successfully, you know, reduce the overall energy consumption given that, you know, you know, hot water usage, it's, it seems like you can't cool things down too much, I guess, is what I'm saying. Well, um, water heaters actually do lose uh, uh, energy uh, fairly, uh, fairly quickly uh, between uh, a half a, a, a degree and a degree an hour. Um, again, it depends on the ambient temperature and the, the water inlet temperature and what have you. So, um, but um, we've, we've, we've modeled this out and there have been uh, vendor studies that, that have shown that having what's effectively a setback controller, so basically say, telling the water heater not to turn on at a given time, uh, is an effective way to mitigate energy consumption. And again, it, it's, it works just like a, um, a timer on a, uh, a thermostat from the standpoint that if you know that during from Monday to Friday that no one's going to be home from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m., you can have the, the water heater basically turn off. Um, and if it knows that there's going to be a spike again of hot water usage between 5 and 7, let's say, it can turn on a half an hour, half an hour ahead of time to heat that water or heat up just enough water so that it'll, it'll meet, that, um, meet that evening peak. So that's really the advantage of and the, really the power of having a, uh, um, an algorithm that both understands what, what an individual homeowner's usage patterns are, but also can control the heating element based on those patterns. How, how complicated is the install? Do you see pretty much anyone being able to install this? Because it, you know, with any sort of smart home stuff, if there's oftentimes the need to just turn, get a wrench or turn some screws. Mm -hmm. How complicated is the install? How long does it take? So... Um, that that's the cool thing about uh, this being based on a technology that we've already got on the field and that uh, we've had uh, hundreds of, uh, of our own system deployed. And so we feel uh, very confident about the installation procedure and process and the robustness of the sensing technology that we've got, got out there. So we find that the installation time varies between half an hour and an hour. Um, and, and from the, uh, I guess, complexity standpoint, the uh, installer doesn't need to be a plumber, doesn't need specialized training or specialized uh, um, 
uh, equipment. You can use a, a wrench to uh, to put this thing in. Uh, I will say that that not every homeowner is going to feel comfortable putting this in because not every homeowner feels comfortable fooling around with their water heater. But we say basically that if you're comfortable with putting in a faucet in your sink or um, replacing a uh, an electric um, uh, a wall socket, you're comfortable putting this thing in. So not for everybody, but certainly a very large swath of the uh, the DIY crowd. Talk about who, or talk about at least the the story around water in the home in terms of what you see. I mean, obviously you have a vested interest here. You're not completely disinterested or neutral, but um, are, are, do you see um, and have you observed more more interest over time? around applying smart technology to water in all its formats. Obviously, water heater, you know, I got an announcement just yesterday from, from Lowe's that they, they just rolled out a new shutoff valve that they're integrating into their Iris platform. Mm-hmm. So, you know, based on oh, something's wrong, you can do auto shutoff uh, without you having to be there. I just I, I think that this could be a, a bigger trend. I think 2015 could be a big bigger trend around just the application of smart technology around our water system in the home. Are you seeing that as well? Well, so there's two things there. Um, the first, um, and perhaps the most obvious one, is just about water consumption generally. So you have very well documented um, uh, uh, water shortages and droughts going on in the, the U.S. Uh, southwest and in California. And uh, water utilities are doing anything they can to mitigate um, water consumption. So hot water is typically around 40 50% of the water consumption within the home. So if you have a technology that helps shave that a bit or provides some behavioral norming, uh, again, using the uh, O-Power type model, and there are, by the way, companies that are trying to be O-Power for um, water usage, um, then you have a, a, a particularly powerful story. Again, if you can do that uh, along with providing other um, benefits to the end user. So there's just an energy, a water usage story. And then the other one you're, you're referring to is, is around uh, the plumbing network. And that's one of the kind of, we think, the interesting stories about what Cenovations is doing is, is providing intelligence to what is, a, what is essentially a, a, a dumb uh, network within your home, your plumbing and water heating network. And um, in a lot of respects, uh, having uh, advanced leak detection and water main shutoff in the event of a catastrophic leak is really, really a, a compelling um, application and certainly one that uh, uh, insurance companies are very motivated to uh, uh, to see come to fruition. Um, property managers, property management firms are all interested in that. So um, I do indeed agree that uh, uh, this, this segment around providing intelligent plumbing and intelligent plumbing controls um, does have legs. Uh, I will caution that some of these systems that we've seen um, are, are really expensive and, and are difficult and complicated to install in a retrofit context. So a couple of thousand bucks, you know, multi, multiple hours worth of, of uh, plumber time to put these things in. So uh, really not enough for homeowners to, to get motivated to, to put in. But we Cenovations feel like there are um, some opportunities to make that easier, more cost-effective, uh, and more intelligent. And um, uh, the, that is very much of a pro- part of our product roadmap. Hey, well, I really appreciate you spending some time with me, letting me know about what you guys are doing. And people could find your Kickstarter uh, by searching what? Uh, sure. So you can go on our website, uh, sunovations.com, and there's a link directly to the Kickstarter uh, campaign there. You can, of course, go on Kickstarter itself. 
and uh, search for uh, Aquanta or Sunovations on that. So uh, if you go just if you just Google Sunovations, Google Aquanta uh, on the uh, on Google or any search engine, uh, it'll pop up. And you guys are looking to ship to backers. It looks like in July 2015. Where does it go? Uh, and you have to ask, you know, in the reality of the world of Kickstarting, if you guys make it, great. If you don't, are you still shipping? Well, um, so we, of course, uh, um, would love to hit our um, our campaign goal, and we see this as an important way to reach out to early adopters and and and, and get feedback. Um, we are still developing the product, uh, regardless of where the campaign heads, as we do have an awful lot of interest from utility, energy efficiency, um, and networked home uh, crowd as well. So uh, we'll be seeing this product in the market uh, middle of next year. Yeah, and that's what I find, um, particularly with companies that actually have core technology that they've been working on. Um, oftentimes, Kickstarters, not only, even if they're successful or not successful, they serve as kind of a notice to the world. And and I just know there's a lot of activity right now around, <laughs> obviously, business development from smart home companies. So you probably got a few phone calls. Uh, we, we, it's been uh, a busy last couple of weeks for, for <laughs> Sunovations and, uh, yeah, we think we've got something that's, that's unique and candidly, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe this, uh, podcast will surface somebody, uh, that, uh, will, will, will claim to do the same thing that we do, but, uh, we haven't, uh, heard anybody, um, in this, uh, rather, you know, substantial ecosystem tell us that, oh yeah, uh, we've, we've seen somebody else doing that. We think we've got a fairly unique and really compelling proposition. Hey, well, thanks, Matt. Hey, Mike, thank you so much, uh, and thank you to all your, your listeners. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to staying in touch with you all. Well, that's it. That's my conversation with Matt Carlson. I hope you learned a little bit about what they're doing over there at Sunovations and Aquanta. Check out their Kickstarter page. You can find them. Just go to Kickstarter, look for Aquanta, and check them out. Hey, everyone, once again, thanks for listening. Make sure to listen to more Smart Home Shows. You can check out the full archive at technology.fm as well as in your usual podcast spaces. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you soon.